Greetings. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ to you on this day, the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. I'm so glad to have a chance to be with you in our worship this day. And while I know this is an unusual Labor Day weekend, I trust that there are still good things to put on the grill and that there are still good pies to be baked in this season. You know, our gospel today brings us real and substantial good news. In our gospel, Jesus promises not only that he will be with us whenever two or three are gathered together, Jesus also gives us a path forward when we find ourselves in conflict with one another. This is good news for us because those hurts that come from conflict that sometimes end up as real burdens that we carry around. Burdens of hurt, old memories, resentment or bitterness or regrets over what we did or did not do. Those burdens can feel like oh, a backpack full of rocks, strapped, tied and bound to our shoulders that we do not know how to get out from under. So consider what Jesus told the people of his day and what he tells us. In Jesus' own day, there was a lot of stresses, just as we have a lot of stressors in our day. The people that he cared for were poor. They were often hungry. They suffered under unjust laws and were definitely under the thumb of Roman oppression. The villagers would frequently stone each other. There was a real need for healing and hope and a new beginning. We have our own struggles. We have the pandemic. Fires are still burning out in our countryside and there are still active issues of police brutality. We also need that word of good news, hope and healing. So what do we do? Jesus gives a clear example in this gospel. He tells us that if your brother or sister has um, hurt you, then you are to seek them out. Go and have a direct conversation, one-on-one -on -one with them, and see what that talking together can bring you as far as healing and forgiveness. And that, in fact, if that does not work, then try again with a few more people. Jesus actually gives the same advice again um, when he talks about going to the altar with your gift and then remembering that your brother feels that you had hurt them and that at that point you would immediately lay down your gift and go right to your brother and seek forgiveness and reconciliation with them again in a direct conversation. Many of us know how these conversations sound. They go something like this. When you did this, I felt that. And that is how we begin to get to the truth of our experience and begin to find a way forward in forgiveness and eventually reconciliation. Of course, uh, being who we are, both blessed and broken and sinful people, this pattern of direct conversation is often the last thing we attempt. We do not wish to have conversation with each other, no. We prefer to go into parking lot conversations, talking about someone to others, sometimes many others, as opposed to talking to someone. But Jesus offers us a better way. 
and he helps us on in that way as well. And that is another part of the good news for us. So let me tell you um, a dramatic story about what forgiveness can look like. You may remember that in, um, I think it was 2006, there was a terrible school shooting. It was a school shooting that took place in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And it was in fact a one room Amish schoolhouse. And that a man went there and shot five different children there. And five were wounded. He himself died in that process. What we see from that community is an amazing example of Christian love and forgiveness. And you should know that they did not attempt to do this on their own, but they gathered together and deliberately made the choice that they would embrace forgiveness, that they would take the long walk that would bring their emotions to where their minds already were, and that they would seek reconciliation. And so the next day, these families who had been bereft brought food over to the family of the man who had done the shooting because they also were bereft and had not been involved. It is hard to imagine such gracious goodness, but it is the path that they chose to walk and they chose to do it together. That's another part of the gift of this gospel. We hear that we are to take this walk with others and that in doing that, we are able to get to the place of this magnificent and wonderful vocation. Sometimes this can be hard though. It can be very hard. We can hear a story like that and say, there is no way that I could engage in something like that. God grant we will never need to know. But let me tell you a story that I heard about a mystery writer. So this mystery writer is named Dorothy Sayers. You may have heard of her. And she had a sleuth. And that sleuth was named Lord Peter Whimsey. Now, Lord Peter Whimsey was a clever character um, who did sleuthing in the spare time from being a lord in England. But he was also a broken man. He had been through horrors in trench warfare in World War I and you could see the marks of it in his functioning. So as Dorothy had this story rolling forward with Lord Peter Whimsey, she could see that he was in need of help. He wasn't getting this mystery solved. And so she wrote in a new character. She wrote in Harriet Vane, a woman who was Ox Oxford educated, who wrote mystery stories, and who was a minor sleuth herself. And with the arrival of Harriet, Lord Peter suddenly had companionship and they moved forward in solving the mystery. But if you look at this story one step back, you can see that in fact, what Dorothy Sayers did was that she wrote herself into that story. Because like Harriet Vane, she was Oxford educated and wrote mystery novels. This is part of our good news as well. Because my friends, our God has written himself into our story in the life of Jesus Christ. He has written himself into every memory that we have, whether we are aware of it or not. Our happiest memories and our hardest days, 
God has written himself into it. God has written himself into our present, whether we are dealing with smoky skies or planning on how to have another Zoom meeting with our family, God is written into our stories. And because of that, God is written into our future and our future is one of hope. So my friends, in these days, when we are looking at the threats of COVID and the pandemic, and the way that pandemic keeps us apart when we deal with fires and first responders. Remember that we are not walking in this alone. We are walking with the one who has already accomplished all the reconciliation that needs to happen. He is the one who comes up next to us. He is the one who lifts the burden from our shoulders. He can undo every buckle, he can unknot the straps and the cords let loose under his hand. And then all we must do is release the burden at his feet, allow it to fall from our shoulders in a blessed relief, the hurt, the anger, bitterness, regret, all of it left at the foot of the cross. And then my friends, we are woven into God's new creation with a new image, a new hope, a new hopeful future full of light and laughter and joy. And because we are filled with that, we will be able to take it out to the community that is around us because they need that same gift themselves so much on this day. My friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he keep you in his peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be upon you now and remain with you always. Amen.